Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome back to Beyond Your Best Plan podcast. I am here with my Fab Five ladies. We have Kathleen in the house, Catherine Claudette, and Whitney. And we're here to bring an interesting topic and a timely topic to you for your consideration and thoughts. What we want to discuss today is, are you thriving through the holidays? And and what are some tips and tools that we can share with you that might help you thrive a little better? And so I want to open the conversation up today to the team and see who's got a tip or trick that they've been using recently that's helping them thrive through the holidays. Ladies, what have you? I'll go first. You know, one of the things I've been paying a lot of attention to lately is sort of picking my battles, right? Picking, choosing when Mm. to get involved, when to assert myself when to have to step up to something. I'm not one that is contentious, despite what my husband thinks that that as a lawyer, that that's what I do. I don't. But I think it's important for me anyway, to take the time to really consider the pros and cons of of all the options that present themselves and what it means for other people. So here's like a super simple example. Over the Thanksgiving, well, on Thanksgiving, I'm we're at my sister's for celebration and, and connection and and fellowship. And it's the first time that she's hosted. She just moved into a new home. And there were some things that my mother was doing that I think was sort of putting my sister in an awkward space. My mother is 80. She's cooking and, you know, just kind of going about doing things the way that she does them and wasn't really, I think, cognizant of the fact that this is my sister's brand new house. She wasn't being disrespectful or anything, but just kind of going through cooking and doing things the way that she did. And I could see my sister sort of bristling (laughs) with how the house was sort of being treated. And at some point it was, you know, I'll call it a battle, wasn't really a battle, but just sort of decided to insert myself there to smooth over what was happening. But there were other times when there was tension in the room between people. And I was like, that's, that's not mine 
to be involved in. And I think that one of the things that happens with us, and it happens a lot in the holidays because so much is going on, there's such a desire to have everything be perfect that we're adding additional things on top of you know the the regular things we're adding the holiday things on top of that is that you you can't do everything and everything is not going to be perfect and to just be okay with that and um i know that's one of those it's it's easier said than done but we have to make a decision about what's important and i think a way to do that is to set a goal on the front end for what it is you want, how it is you want to feel, how it is you want to be over the course of the holidays so that you've got a place that gives you, I guess, an opportunity to come back to center would be a way to think of it, right? So if you know what you want and you know how you want to feel, when these options or opportunities or challenges pop up, you can weigh that against what it is you actual how it is you actually want to feel. And it will then give you the opportunity to, instead of like going zero to 60 down a path that you might regret, that you are paying attention to it on the front end. And then the other thing that, and we were talking about this before we started to air, is that Take some time for yourself. I'm taking three weeks off. I have not taken an extended amount of time off since I left my last job and have been working for myself full time. I used to take the entire month of December off. It was because it worked well with the legislative calendar. And so it just made sense. It wasn't because of the holidays. It just, it was that time of year. And I haven't done that since then. And I, and I thought about it. I actually haven't taken an extended amount of time off. And we took a, a week off last summer, the summer of 2020. Haven't taken anything other than a couple of days adding on to business trips. So I've taken a number of business trips and I've added a day on just for a little downtime, but I'm feeling like it would be really beneficial to take some time to not be working and to uh, to spend some time being introspective and thinking about what's next, enjoying and embracing what is being grateful and all of that. So those are two things that just sort of jump out at me. I've got a whole list of things that I could talk about, but those are two things that I think would be really beneficial is really to, to think about what it is that you want and pick your battles as it relates to how it is you want to be and feel. And then take care of yourself, you know, self-care. We've talked about that in a, in a number of episodes, but Take some time and some extended time, if you can, for yourself, even in the midst of the other things that's going on. And maybe that extended time for you is a walk, right? Maybe it's just a long walk by yourself in the sunshine or in the snow, if that's 
<laughs> where you are, but get out, get some air and take care of yourself. So those are the two things that I would start this conversation with. Well, certainly beautiful ads, Whitney, just outcome, you know, coming up with your outcome before you go and are present with family. It's so easy to just blurt out what you're thinking instead of offering space for the solution to occur on its own. And then that self-care, like you said, can be as simple as a walk or, you know what, in your refrigerator, you can find things to make a mask out of. So treating yourself to a simple facial mask and maybe a long bath. It doesn't have to be complicated, but it does require intention. And and that's what I heard a lot of what you were saying, Whitney, was intentionality. I think that may be my word. I've been looking for a word for 2022. And I like that. I'm thinking maybe intentionality now becomes a top runner. I've got another word in mind, but that's a top runner. Or maybe there'll be two. (laughs) intentionality I love that and I love how we're talking about self-care you know a big part of that is knowing where we're at what is our state right and so this awareness I think awareness is like a underrated superpower so just to be aware I mean even if you are feeling some you know I'm doing quote marks, you can't see me, but disempowering state, right? It's okay. Like, give it a name. I was actually listening to Brene Brown and she said that it's powerful to give your emotions a name. So if it's disappointment, say, I just feel disappointed, right? And then she said, and then check your expectations. (laughs) Or if you're feeling Guilty. I mean, guilt is something that comes up for me, especially over the holidays. And I understand it's a conditioned response. As a child, I felt very, very guilty because my parents were divorced and I was always having to pick and choose, or it felt like I was having to do that when it really wasn't me, but it felt like that. And it was usually my dad who was alone on the holidays. And that guilt kind of just continued, right? So just being aware of the emotions you're feeling and then giving it a name and accepting where you're at. And, you know, it's like Whitney mentioned going on a walk in the sunshine. I love that. And Sarah, I love the idea of a mask in your refrigerator. I mean, hello, strawberries and cucumbers are amazing for a little yogurt and honey. A little yogurt, you know, (laughs) amazing Himalayan salt. Like sprinkle a little essential oil in there if they're good for your skin. So, you know, a quick little workout always boosts me. Like quick, even 20, 30 minute, like hit um, kind of workout, you know, throw some burpees, some jumping jacks, some push-ups. You don't need any weights. Just get the body going or throw on some great music, start dancing around, meditate. You know, these can help shift your state like that. Like in an instant, it can really help. So I think awareness on where you're at and know that there's going to be some highs and lows, right? As well. And it's okay. Yes, I, would. I love that, Catherine. Just so much good input. And, and that's just a bag full of tips and tricks. I love it. Thank you. 
I dare add to allow yourself to indulge in the things you don't normally indulge in as well. You know, I, over the Thanksgiving holiday, I found myself in a space that was not a pleasant place for me. It was really uncomfortable, actually, to be honest with you, you know, over the past 12 years, I've done a lot of work. So I'm very aware about my emotions and naming them and allowing them to flow and, as I allowed those emotions to flow, um, nothing shifted. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is happening here? And so I could have gotten stuck in the what the hell. Instead, I'm like, you know, it is what it is. And I'm just not everybody is going to be with family. So I just want to acknowledge for those of you who are living in a space where you don't see your family or you've lost loved ones or you know, this last couple of years have been challenging for you. Allow yourself to indulge. Just allow yourself to indulge. And I would also agree with what Catherine said is in, in Whitney about moving and um, shifting your, your space. You know, if you're in a space of not feeling at your highest, acknowledge that. And then find something else to do that will shift your energy you know, I am moving across the country in a week. And, and instead of sitting on the couch for yet another day, because I did for a couple of days, canceled everything and literally sat on the couch and did nothing for a few days without feeling guilty. I did not feel guilty about it. I allowed it to be. And while other people may have expected me to be in certain places or to uh, show up the way they needed me to show up, I chose me. And I chose to stay in a space where it was healthy for me to move through so I could show up later in a better, more healthy state. So just keep in mind that while other people's expectations may be high of you, you have to go within. You don't have to do anything. I invite you to go within. I invite you to check in with yourself and to acknowledge where you are. And if you do end up showing up at family and you want to leave, leave. Give yourself permission to do what is right for you. So as I shifted my energy and went to my storage unit and the anal person that I can be at times, organized my storage unit by room, by box, like everything is organized. So where when the movers come, it's going to be very clear which room goes in what. Um, and that's all organized. But what I did after that is I rewarded myself and you probably all understand this if you watched or listened to any other podcasts is that I eat really healthy on the most part. And at the end of that day, I'm like, well, how do I want to acknowledge myself for all the work that I did today and how I was able to shift the space I was in? And I chose to go get non-dairy Ben and Jerry's chocolate and peanut butter ice cream, the entire pint. And I ate the pint for wow. dinner. My point. Even non-dairy. You all heard it. Exactly. Love, love, love all the self self care. Yeah. What you did was you were present for yourself and you were present for being considerate of others, even and how you're going to show up. You took care of yourself. And that's just a beautiful example of the why. Yeah, I wanted to share the, the the why and how you eat. You know, like I want to just go, I just quickly want to share how I ate that pint of ice cream was with zero guilt. 
every bite I took, I'm like, this is feeding my soul. It is feeling good. And st- so it's, it's how you're eating. It, the energy in which you're putting any food in your body or, or feeding yourself with anything, it's all in the energy in which you do that. Now, I don't do it all the time. So please, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you eat a pint of ice cream for dinner every night. However, it certainly did work for me. <laughs> That is amazing and such a good share as well, Kathleen. Thank you. Just the beautiful awareness that you had in the moment as well and that you were able to slow down enough and hear yourself and and honor yourself. It's great. Claudette, how about you? Do you have anything for us today? I do. I've got some practical stuff. I think, you know, I think um, we as human beings love tradition. Like we we like to know that there are certain traditions or things that we will do together and whatever. It's when those traditions become a burden that it starts to be a problem, right? And so can you be, my question to you is, can you be flexible within the tradition? If you have a tradition of, I mean, there's just some practical ways of handling this. So my parents were divorced. And so then my Thanksgiving when my dad came back into my life, my Thanksgiving began to be traded off. You know, this year I would do this, this year. And then my mom was like, well, I really don't want to miss you for Thanksgiving. So we could do it the week before, right? So can you be flexible? And there was a time when it was, you know, my former husband's parent, you know, his mom, and then my dad, my mom. And sometimes we were like, we just want to be at our house. So then we would say, whoever can make it to the house, you know, that's great. Let's come to the house and we'll do it. So each year it kind of looked a little different, but I would say, have a conversation about what works for you with everyone else. And be very honest about what you're willing to do and what you just don't want to do. Like, be very honest with everyone about that. And so a question I love to ask is, what do you need from me that you haven't asked for? And then I take a place of authority and say, and I will let you know if I can provide it. Right? Stay in that place of authority and sovereignty of your being right? Just stay in there and go, Let I'll let you know. And if someone starts to guilt you, that's called manipulation. And so a lot of times in these family things, we feel like we're obligated to do something that we don't enjoy, right? And so just start to think of how you could have that conversation and stand in your power about it, right? Instead of have that fear of conflict. I think we had a podcast on conflict, And instead of thinking conflict, just go, you know, what really works for me this year is I'm making the the macaroni, but, you know, I can't stay the whole time. I can come and I can stay this long. And if, if someone tries to make you feel guilty, go, I thought you wanted to see me and would be grateful for any time you got to see me. Like, it's kind of like, think of what you will say. And if there's somebody that's a challenge to you, you know, my former mother-in-law used to say things to me, and I'm not going to speak against her at all, but she used to say things that just under, tried to undercut my power a little bit, you know? And and so I began to be very direct with her. One thing was I did not graduate from college. I'm two classes from it, and I haven't really cared. 
<laughs> like, because I started working for myself and I'm like, well, I hired myself. We're good. <laughs> like I was having my jobs pay for my college. And when I was climbing up the corporate ladder, it mattered. And then when I began to work for myself, I just didn't care. And she made a statement in front of everybody. I was hosting a graduation party for her. And she made a statement to everybody pointing out that I had not graduated as I'm hosting this huge party. So this is another event. And I just looked at her and I go, I sure hope that made you feel better about yourself saying that. I said that in front of everybody. I didn't say it mean. I just said, I sure hope that comment made you feel better about yourself and that you're okay. And then I just kept going on, didn't miss a beat. Everybody was like, okay. And she came back and apologized. And that's okay. It didn't matter to me whether she did or not. Uh, you've got, we've got to learn to step into the solid power that is within us, not defined by anyone around us, not defined by what someone else says, and then follow the guidance. So when you're following your inner guidance, you're at peace. It's when we go against that guidance that we're in turmoil, conflict, or suffering. And so if you begin to follow your guidance with family events, follow your guidance. I mean, I've sat at a table before and there was a lot of family stuff going on. And I'm just like, put the words in my mouth, infinite intelligence that I need to say for this situation, right? Like just start to follow the guidance, start to relax into the power that you are because it really is your birthright. It's who you are. And guilt is bullshit. I'm just going to come out here and just say it. It's bullshit. And you know what? Get rid of that guilt, that shame, that condemnation, beating yourself up, thinking you missed the mark. You haven't made it. It's bullshit, people. So, you know, the best present you could give yourself this holiday is to stop feeling so damn guilty about everything. Okay. So I'm going to end. Drop the mic, Claudette. My goodness. I love it, love it, love it. And standing in your sovereign, beautiful, such a good lesson. Sarah, one of the things Claudette was speaking about is something that Sarah and I share the same coach. And one of the things I wrote down and exactly what Claudette was speaking to, he talks about this philosophy of unconditional love with boundaries. And I've never even... My mind was blown when I learned about this. I didn't even know what the heck it meant, first of all. I'm like, what? What's a boundary? <laughs> so that, that'll just tell you right there. But, you know, it's like, yeah, it's we unconditionally love everyone. And it's okay to have boundaries because that's loving ourselves, which is even more important. And and not staying in situations that you're not comfortable with. Or, you know, we a lot of us have, you know, that crazy uncle or crazy parent or, or crazy cousin or just crazy neighbor that likes to come over and and there's uncomfortability or there's toxicity or whatever. You don't have to be a part of it. And I'm just learning that. <laughs> and part of that is speaking your truth, right? Like Claudette just so beautifully uh, described, but unconditional love with boundaries is the way to go. And that, thank you for mentioning that, Claudette. That's interesting you brought that up is that we unconditionally love everyone except for ourselves. You know, like we are often, both of you, it's like we are often unconditionally loving everyone else. I have a client that 
I met with, over the, you know, recently and, you know, they had the holidays and there was a person that showed up at the holidays that really created some energy that was uncomfortable and it didn't feel good to her, you know, and she was pretty like, I, I ended up doing, having a client yesterday because I canceled so much last week <laughs> that I worked on, you know, Sunday and it wasn't she was, real, was it Kathleen? No, no. I just like, <laughs> I thankfully I remembered I had a client because I was like, Oh shoot, I have a client today. I don't normally have a client on Sunday. And she was sharing totally about how she was feeling. And I said, do you know, going right back to what Claudette and Catherine said was that she didn't set boundaries and she allowed things to occur because she wanted to make sure everything was smooth and she was taking care of everyone else except for herself. And I'm like, this is a great opportunity to start owning your own power and stepping into that and starting to unconditionally love yourself as you start to reteach other people how to teach you. Because that's what it's really about. You have taught other people, you have programmed them to treat you in the ways that you are being treated, especially in families, because we're often just going along with what we've been programmed with. So when you're trying to re reteach and reprogram other people on how to respond to you is another key. How do you want to be treated? So in turn, treat yourself that way by creating boundaries, by speaking your truth with compassion and love and remembering that everyone else has their own stuff going on, that it probably has absolutely zero to do with you and the way they're showing up. And you have the, the power to actually reteach people how to treat you. You can do that in a very kind and gentle and compassionate way. You don't have to be in conflict, as Claudia said. doesn't have to be conflicting. Just standing your truth and, and unconditionally loving yourself. Mm, I'm a boundaries I girl. And I love yourself. that. Yeah, I absolutely love that. What both of you have said and... If we don't honor our boundaries, other people won't. It's just, it's a fact of life. So another practical tip that I would suggest is keeping your routine. So one of the things that often happens over the holidays is because all the other stuff, and it can be being out of routine that starts to set sort of all in motion, that feeling of overwhelm and feeling out of balance and out of place because you're not doing what you normally do. And so I would say not to be so obsessive about it that it creates its own ink, but to the degree that you can stay in routine to do that. Maybe that means doing it for less time. Maybe it's doing it in a different way right? Continue to move if that is part of your routine. Continue to journal and meditate. You don't have to do it the exact way you do under normal circumstances or your ordinary circumstances, but make the time for that. Even if it's only a minute for meditation, even if it's only like 15 minutes of movement, whatever it is, because that will help you stay grounded and centered. And then when you add the other things that we've been talking about, it will help you, right? Choosing not to indulge guilt. I say indulge self in some luxurious ways, 
Do not indulge guilt, right? Do not give in to the conflict. It doesn't have to be that way. But going back to the point that Sarah made with the use of the word intentionality, set intentions again about how you want to navigate your relationships and the interactions with people and yourself so that you can get there. If you don't know where you're going, any place will do. And the place you don't want to end up is overwhelmed, burnt out, and feeling like, why am I doing this when it can be a pleasant, beautiful experience. We're talking about thriving through this. Thriving is a choice. And so in order to make it happen the way you want, you've got to envision it, set the boundaries, honor the boundaries, and then, you know, some grace to yourself, some forgiveness and grace to yourself. I love the boundaries, Maybe even a little fun too. Yes, fun for sure. A lot of fun. A lot yes. of fun. Yes. <laughs> and I think you're able to la- add in the fun with some preparedness. So not waiting to the last minute. We all know when we wait to the last minute for something, there's rush, there's anxiety, and there's intense feelings that come up with rushing around and not being prepared. So, you know, now's a great time to look ahead and say, how many, you know, gifts do I really need? How many meals am I making? And what are those meals going to be? Can I pre-order my grocery run? Or can I pre-order or can I order things online? Or do I need to go in, you know, in person to order them The preparedness, I have, you know, we have a very busy, everything from Thanksgiving after every year until after January 1st is busy for us. And that's been tradition. And I love, love, love it. Whitney, to your point, there have been years I finish and I am burnt out. But what I've done is I now look a month ahead and I know Except for one outfit, I know what I'm wearing to the events that we have planned. I know what events they are and how I'm traveling to those events. My travel plans are already prepared. What container I've built around it or the frame that I've built around it is connection. It's an opportunity to deeply connect and reconnect with those who are in my community, those who I love. And I look forward to adding value to those relationships when I do get the chance to connect with them. So framing how you're going to perceive the experience. You know, there's a lot of us on this call that did have divorced parents and and holidays are really tough on divorced children, keeping that in mind. But I am not that little girl anymore. And so not carrying those emotions through these holidays has been so empowering because I am an adult and I can make choices and do make choices. And those choices serve myself, my family, and my community in the best way that I know how. So that would be what I would add is consider how you're framing your holidays. What thoughts are you building around it already today? And then how prepared are you? 
What are you doing to be prepared in advance to reduce anxiety and pressure and angst, you know, around that can develop during the holidays? Because let's look at it. It's a time of year where we add on about 10 different things that don't normally exist in our month. We add on buying lots of gifts. We add on preparing different meals. We add on traveling. We add on people. We add on outfits. We add on sending everybody a card, right? We add on projects that we don't necessarily manage our time knowing that we're adding all of that on. And that, that can create disaster and upset. And, and that's not what the holidays are about. So wishing you guys all an amazing amazing holiday this winter, whatever it is that you celebrate. And I'd just love to hear from you ladies one final thought in this topic of how we're thriving through the holidays. Yeah, I'll jump in. So me, it's connect with the people that you feel the best around. You know, I mentioned earlier, have fun, find the joy and Be around people that lift you, that you can laugh with, that you can just have fun with. Even if you're feeling a little down and out this holiday season, that's always works for me. It's a great medicine for me is to connect, share love, give love to especially the people that light me up and make me feel, help me feel my best. I would say intentionality. I like that word too. So be intentional about being in the moment instead of looking for all the things that might be wrong. Look for the things that are right and just start to shift into gratefulness for that. If you don't want to do something, don't do it. Honor your guidance, honor yourself and let everybody know what you're willing to do, what you can do. And if they push back, an answer I say to my family is, I can do this if you're trying to force me into doing more. I'm not going to be in the best mood. So do you want happy Claudette or do you want cranky Claudette? That's really up to you. So, And when I say that, they think it's funny, but it's letting them know, I really don't want to do this. And I said, if you really desire for this thing to be in your life, you can do it, you know? I mean, seriously. So, and it's worked out. I mean, we have conversation. We didn't even have turkey for Thanksgiving this year. We had fried chicken. I mean, and I don't eat fried chicken, but my mom made fried chicken. And I was like, I used to eat it as a kid and it was amazing. And so, you know, everybody said what would work for all of us. And that's what we did. And everybody brought something that they wanted to bring. And it was easy. So this is more about love and moments and counting those moments, right? Our life is made up of moments and memories, right? So make them count. I love that. I love that, Claudette. And we did the same, you know, potluck. Everyone brought a dish, brought what, well, everyone didn't bring what they wanted to bring, but I got extra. I wanted to take a green salad and I ended up with uh, candy yams, but I brought a green salad because I wanted a green salad. But I, I think you're right. I would just add that the gratitude piece that you mentioned is hugely important. But in addition to that, in addition to the 
people that for whatever reason you are with them because they're family, because they're friends, if there is a little piece of have to with that, I get that, right? And we're all walking this journey out in love. And sometimes love does mean putting yourself in a space with some challenges. What I would say to add to that, though, is to make sure that you are in addition surrounding yourself with positive people, people that will help to fill you up. Because going back to the intentionality piece and planning, preparing for what you want and what may or may not happen, if you're if you're surrounding yourself with positive people that are helping to keep you full, it will make it possible to navigate the challenging scenarios a little easier. So you may not be able to get rid of all of those things because you want to be there, but you know what's the cup. Fill yourself up ahead of time because you can't pour from an empty cup, right? And so being around other people that may be draining, don't go in empty, go in full with gratitude and full of grace and forgiveness on the front end and uh, see if that doesn't help in the long run. And I would add to all of that to be curious along the adventure. And find some joy in every moment along the way. Because as you find that joy along the way, you can create more curiosity of just like, what else could be here? Ask yourself, what other possibility could it be? No, there's infinite possibilities in every situation. So you can focus on the more intense, difficult emotions, or you can focus in on Where can I find joy in this situation right now? So be curious along your adventure. Mm, I love that. Um, All wonderful tips. And I would just add one more for a final. And that is, remember, you get what you give. And so if you are getting poor feedback, change what you're giving. And if you're feeling really low, and disconnected, it's a great time to volunteer. It's a great time to give back. And you don't have to give back of your money. You can give back of your time. And so um, we hope you all have wonderful, beautiful, blessed, fun-filled, happy holidays. And we can't wait to hear how they're going. So let us know in the comments on the Facebook page and We'd love to hear back on what your holidays are about and how our tips and tricks might have helped you. Happy holidays. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.